I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. As Terry and I were preparing for this week's episode, it dawned on me just how many songs there are about phones and operators and such. Who could forget Jim Croce's song, Operator, Operator? You remember Bo Duke, John Snyder? He had a song called At the Sound of the Tone. And there was Memphis, Tennessee by Chuck Berry. There was Blake Shelton with This Is Austin. Well, I even remembered Travis Tritz. Here's a quarter called Someone Who Cares. But our world has changed. There is no operator, and there's nowhere to put a quarter. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, The Smartphone. So you ever wake up in the middle of the night with a panic feeling of reaching over and you, you can't find it? And no, I'm not talking about your alarm clock. Are you talking about your brain? Nope. I'm going bigger than that. I'm going to your cell phone. Do you ever have that panic? Oh my gosh, I don't know where it is. Uh, I have the panic every, just about every day when I'm going to work. And this is the deal. Okay. So it happened this morning. I'm getting ready to leave. Tell my husband, love you. Walking out the door. He said, aren't you forgetting something? And I walk back in, give him a kiss. And, he didn't really and I go to leave, and he said, well, I love the fact that you kissed me, but aren't you missing something? Aren't you leaving something? Aren't you forgetting something? And I, I had this kind of dumb look, and then he never diverted his eyes except straight at me. So I look around, there's my phone. Scotty, I can't tell you how many times I get halfway to work, get to work, and I don't have my phone. And it's like, I don't understand the feeling because it's like panic sets over me. And it's it like, why am I panicked about leaving a cell phone at home? That's what we've become. We can't part with it for a day. But the thing about it is what you do, especially, you rely on that phone to do your job now. And there's some jobs that you don't have to have a cell phone. But yours... I'm sure plays an instrumental part in what well, you do. Well, I've got folks that will call me, and if they can't get me in the office, then they call me on my cell phone. And when the company is paying for that cell phone, and it's for my personal use also, but if they're paying for that cell phone, there's the expectation that I will answer it. Now, right. I may end up having, I can't tell you how many times I text somebody and say, I've got somebody in my office, I'm in the middle of a meeting, but at least they know that I am responding, whether it's through a text or whatever else. But I just can't believe that we are so dependent on them. And really, I'll take that a step further. That's a business need. I love the fact that I can follow my kid, you know, with my child and college. And it's not that I don't trust her. I trust her. I don't trust anybody else. But let me give you a prime example. We're leaving point A and we're going to drive for a couple of hours to point B. And let's say they're leaving at dark. Now, I, I granted, she's 21, soon to be 22. But I think any parent that's listening would agree it doesn't matter 
how old your kids are, you still worry about them. I'm not a worry wart, but I just want to know that you got from point A to point B. And so most of the time I just say, text me when you're leaving and text me when you get there. I don't need to know details and I don't want to know details of what they're doing. I mean, unless it's something that they shouldn't be doing. But I mean, like I said, there's that trust factor. I've got that. And sometimes they get in a hurry, you know, and they'll get in the car and they'll leave and they'll forget. Or the best of intentions. I've done it myself. So rather than bothering her and whoever she's piled up in the car with, I just look on 360 and I can follow her. I love that. So we don't even have the 360 thing. Well, mine is not really 360. It's a 360 equivalent, but it does the right. same thing. Like you take a phone with me. If I didn't have a phone, I would have no way to the outside world period, because it really runs everything that I do. It, it really does. I, I get that. Here's the thing that... But. Here's the but. Okay. Here, what is the Well, but? I was going to let you well, explain here's the, the but. Well, here's the but. I wake up, I want to say it's Saturday morning, and I get a little report that says your phone usage. Have you ever gotten that? I get it in church every Sunday. Okay, well, well maybe, it, okay, well, well, maybe it comes yeah. in on Sunday. No, I, I think mine is Sunday, because I'm getting ready for church. And it comes and in. And I go to that earlier service, so yeah, it makes sense. I thought it was Sunday. So you're right. So I get it on Sunday, and it tells me my usage. And I, to tell you the truth, I am shocked of the amount of time. It says screen time. Yes, that I spend on my cell phone. And you really don't think that you do. But let me ask you this. Have you ever watched others? You really don't see it in yourself. But like my husband, there was a day. That we had cell phones. I mean, we've had cell phones for, what, 20 years? Yeah. That we could watch a movie, and I could bank on the fact that I could look over there, and he'd be watching or either sleep. You know, it's one or the other. But now I see him endlessly just thumbing through Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. And it's like it's mind-controlling. Have you ever seen that documentary, Social Dilemma? No, I hadn't. All right, well, let me give you a little bit little history about what it's about it is a fascinating documentary but it's basically about how smart social media platforms are and i'm just going to use facebook and instagram because it's the only things that i can really relate to and you've seen how you can have those the notification button on right and so all of a sudden it says Scotty Ray just updated his profile picture or Scotty Ray made a comment to uh, a post or right. Scotty Ray posted something that's done intentionally because guess what you're doing? You're watching TV, you're washing clothes, you're doing something. That whole reason that you're getting that notification is because they want you to pick the phone up. Absolutely. And guess what most people do? They do. They pick the phone up. And that's because, and look, you've got a business that is dependent on people getting Holding on Facebook. That, yeah, grabbing that phone. And so that's what they want. And it's so that they can have all you know, all those advertisements and things that you see. But it's just mindless stuff that you find yourself, like at night, this is my habit. I don't know when you look at Facebook. I mean, you pretty much look at it throughout the day because you're making posts. Yeah. Okay, but for me... You get in the bed, as I like to call it, gown down for the night. You got the TV going, but you're going to have that last 30 little minutes where you might be watching TV. And, of course, when it comes to the weather, I'm watching you, right? That's the right response. That's right? exactly what you're supposed okay, to say. Okay, that's what I thought I was supposed to say. So, And then last thing I'm going to do. 
someone get out there on Instagram or Facebook and just kind of mindlessly thumb through all of that stuff. And before you know it, you, you say, have you ever thought, I'm just going to spend 15 minutes doing this. That's all I'm spending. How much time do you think you're probably spending? An hour, two hours, something like that. But I see people, when you go to a restaurant, you and Angie are sitting there together. Are y'all talking or are you looking at your phones? 90% of the time, we go as a family group. So we pay attention because we'll do that one meal a week where we all go out. But I, you can't help but notice people sitting there together and they're not even looking at each other. They're scrolling at, looking at their scrolling phones Scrolling at their phones. And so it just, does that ever kind of make you wonder if we're headed in the right direction or the wrong direction. Well, there's a lot of families that have been broke up by this because they no longer spend time together. I thought this was an interesting article called Screen Time Statistics 2021. Your smartphone is hurting you. This was written and published June 2nd, 2021. So this was here recently from Roka Zalini. If you're like most people, your smartphone is the first thing you check in the morning and the last thing you check before you sleep. Now, I just remember I just mentioned that I, for me, I don't have time to check it first thing in the morning, but I'm definitely checking it at night. And it said, you also pick it up several times during the day, either in a bid to find out what your friends are up to, to get your mind off of a stressful project, to feel better about your overflowing inbox, or to rid yourself of boredom in the toilet. (laughs) So people carry it to the bathroom with them. I think that is every man alive. Got to go do his reading. It, well, it took the place of the newspaper is what it did. Even, you know, you go back to the Archie Bunker days. And you got to have a phone. Yeah, that's what's taking You got to have a phone. You got to have toilet paper. Yeah. And I think probably both of them are equals. Yeah. But, you know, you really look at uh, how technology has changed. Newspapers are, you know, they've gone by the wayside, at least the paper version anyway. And the phone is the replacement. Yeah. Like you have, I think it's USA News or, you know, and that's what I read when I'm looking for an article on something that's current. I go to my phone, I pull it up and I'm reading an article. So I get that. I read my books. You know, there's a Kindle app. Yeah. So anytime I'm reading, I'm reading it off my phone rather. I, I can't tell you the last time I've used my Kindle. But it also goes on to say, it says, but it's no secret that sometimes or most of the time your smartphone can affect your productivity notification beeps, this is the the crap that I just told you about, can hinder your focus. Social comparison on social media can make you feel shoddy about your own life. And did you see how Chloe celebrated her daughter's birthday during the quarantine? Uh, And this is Chloe uh, Kardashian. Knowing how much and how often you use your devices can help you gain valuable insights into your digital well-being and practice safe care so how much phone time are you exposing yourself to during the workday especially considering you might be working from home right now so it says let's take a look and it says how much time does the average person spend on their phone i mean what would you say a day probably four hours is what i would guess all right well there's two different studies one from the same article that says three hours and 15 minutes a day. There's another article that's by techjury.net that says Americans spend an average screen time of 5.0 hours on their mobile phones daily. 5.4 hours. So you really can't get any work done. Well, speaking of that, they were talking about, and it goes on further to say, it, it talks about you're so distracted 
that when you check your phone, you know, like you're in the zone and you're working and that darn notification goes off or you're like, let me check the weather or whatever else. So you make a quick little text and then you get sidebar and you check a few other things and then you're on your phone and then it's like, okay, I'm going to put my phone down and let me get back at it. You're, they're saying you're killing productivity time because you are in the zone and it takes you away. Then it takes you away because you got to get focused back in the zone. Every time you're picking up your phone, you're losing productivity. Think about the workforce. I look around at my group, who does an awesome job. They're all checking their phone a little bit throughout the day. You know, back when I was uh, playing safety man out on the highway trying to make a living, you know, that was a no-no. Cell phones were banned because it, it gets you killed. You could not be in a, an excavation with a with a phone checking it oh, with yeah. a backhoe well, you wouldn't coming want to. in. I mean, look how many people have had car but wrecks. You'd be shocked how many people still do it. Let me ask you this: I have been down our same little highway over and over and over, and I have passed people looking at their cell phone. Not past, like you know, past them. I'm talking about like where they're going one direction, I'm going the other. And when they are passing me or I'm passing them, however you want to look at it, I can literally see in their car and they are looking at their phone. I mean, that's scary. And that's what scares me about my child being on the road. It's like I tell her, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about everybody else. The texting and driving. And I highly suggest, and they've gotten a little bit better at the Southern English uh, with this predictive texting, you know, where oh, yeah, you're talking uh-huh. to it. It's got a little better there. Use that always if you've got to use something. But how soon do you see it to where it's going to be a, a new way to where your phone will read your text message, where you don't have to look over and read it? When's that technology coming out? Well, or is I it mean, already there? Well, I mean, my husband, just speak of the devil. I mean, we had to leave yesterday to go take care of my daughter's vehicle at college. She's about an hour and a half away. So we'd already made plans. We're going to go over there. What he had to do was he had to put some antifreeze in. We had to put it in with some distilled water. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. And he said, the whole thing takes about five minutes. And then we were going to take her and her boyfriend to dinner. And then we were going to hit the road coming back. So he's texting about getting a haircut. And he's talking into his media center, whatever's on his truck. And it's translating that back into a text on his phone, I guess, because he's linked through Bluetooth or something like that. And so he's not, I mean, he's hands on the wheel, but he's talking into it and it's turning it it around and sending it back as a text. But they say, even if you're on your hands free talking, you know how you talk, you hit a little button, you can talk and you're, you're not holding up phone. Right. They say that's a distraction. Really? So I wouldn't think that is. They say that's just as dangerous. Because I've done it when I was traveling. You know, it'd be late, 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 and you're trying to keep awake, and you call somebody so they'll keep you awake till you yeah, get to exactly. the motel. Uh-huh. I'd rather take my chances, I'll be honest with you, that way. I mean, I would think as long as you had your hands on the wheel, but they say that your mind is focused on the conversation. Are you sure that this is you. just not a way to give you another ticket to get another $110 out of you? I don't know how you'd prove that, but that's what they say. I mean, that's what the stats say. Here's another uh, crazy stat. How many times do you think people pick up their phone just to check it throughout the day? 62 times. Dang, you're close. What was I? 58 times a day. Wow. 30 of those times are during work hours. So think about that. If you're employing people, uh, you need to know that 
They're going to pick their, especially if they don't have a policy, like you said, they're going to pick their phone up. And here's another interesting stat. This said, this was TV and, and mobile devices. In 2014, the average hours and minutes per day that people watched TV was about four hours and 20 minutes in 2014. They only spent two hours and 32 minutes on their cell. Now, now again, in 2014, we had sophisticated sales back then, cell right. phones. Okay. Over time, back in, now we, we're going to progress and go to 2021. Guess what that number is now? It's probably flip-flopped. It's exactly flip-flopped. So now they're saying that watching TV has decreased. So it went from four hours and 20 minutes. Now it's down to three hours and 22 minutes. Where, where sale time has gone from two hours and 32 minutes to three hours and 54 minutes. And see, this all ties in, you know, with what I do for a living now. I probably have, I know in our town I'm it. And there, I'm not sure that anybody else does this in the other town. But, you know, while I'm live on Facebook and also on YouTube, I'm live on television. And you can interact with me live on television through your phone. And, you know, that is where everything is going. Everything I do is run through social media instead of just a TV station or a radio station now. And so it, it it's a big hit. It works. Oh, yeah. And I see and I can see how that you're dependent on that for your business. Right. So here's another thing. It says most people spend roughly one minute and 15 seconds on their phone once they pick it up. And we pick up our phones roughly Every one hour and 43 minutes. I mean, we got to pick it up more than that. We're going to pick it up 58 times a a day. Now, what do you got statistic on me, that type that turns off the ringer on Sunday for church? And then about Wednesday, all these phone calls you keep missing. You're going, I don't know why they didn't call me back. (laughs) Your phone's been on silent all week and you just get busy and don't notice them. Well, and I think that's the bigger question is, do we have to respond immediately to everybody? You feel like you do. It's like, gosh, because it's the bubbles. It's the bubbles on there. You know they read it, and they're not answering me. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's why I go back to, are we better off having the phone or are we worse? I think we're better, but it's it's just like a, an evil woman. It's all in how you handle her. I mean, think about yeah, on Andy Griffith. What'd they do on Sunday? They went to church. And, well, wait, let's back up. Back up just a second. What did you just say? <laughs> I ain't repeating it. You no, didn't catch what it. did you just say? I just said it was just how you handle an evil woman, you know. And how do you handle an evil woman? It's just all in how you handle it. Of it's a Your phone can be a good thing or a bad thing. And if you've got an evil woman, it's the same principle there. Is Angie an evil woman? I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> No, but why did you even bring it up? I'm just pointing things out. Okay. All right. I just don't want to have to rat on you and tell Angie. It, it did. It kind of blew off, uh, blew over my head, but I, I caught up with you. I, I don't know. I, the thing, and what I was going to say was, back in the Andy Griffith days, you know, what did they do on Sunday? They went to church. And then what did they do afterwards? They come back and ate, and all sat around and talked. On the front porch? Yep. Nobody sits on the front porch now. No. And if they did... I guarantee you they'd have their cell phones in their hands. I mean, and that's the point that I'm trying to make is, is there a disconnect that parents have with their kids? Oh, I'm sure there is. And 
do kids really understand what it's like to just go out and play? I remember my mom and dad opening up the front door and screaming out into the neighborhood for us to come home and eat dinner. You and I probably were that, that last generation that remembers before we had the cell phone and what it was like, and you could have a living, and our kids and their kids have no clue what that's about. You ate Sunday, I mean, you ate dinner, and guess what you wanted to do right after you ate dinner? Sleep. No, you scarfed it down, (laughs) and then you ran outside to get that last little bit of daylight. Oh, I was thinking of a 40-year-old instead of a 12-year-old. Well, I mean... Yeah, a 40-year-old probably would be like, man, I've had a good meal. I'm ready to get to bed. It's like passing that turkey and dressing, which is coming up. Somebody's going to snore on you. (laughs) (laughs) But nobody, I mean, but I don't think kids, that's the part that I'm saying that I think is bad. Is Yes, it's got a lot of conveniences. I love that I can track and keep up with my daughter and make sure she safely gets from destination, from point A to, like I said, to point B. The other part of that is, though, I just wonder if we've lost that connection of just having a real down-to-earth conversation with someone and not even having the phone in the room. And I figured you were going with the statistics, and you may not have them on this, but people in the same room, instead of talking to each other, texting each other. You know people do it. I've seen people text each other in the back seat of a car. They're sitting side by side. Yeah. But they're texting each other. And apparently that's because they don't want the people in the front to hear it. to be part of the conversation. And I kind of get that. I just, I don't know. I, I'm kind of that old school person where I love my cell phone. And again, apparently I'm pretty hitched to it or I wouldn't be panicked when I think I've left it right. at home because I know I need it for work. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to call my husband. Are you happen to come this way? Can I meet you somewhere to get my phone? Or I have to turn around and go pick it up. But on the other hand, it almost makes you wonder if it's just eating your brain away. And I look over there and he's just aimlessly got the finger going up and down, up and down. What are we getting out of that? (laughs) I mean, only that. The only thing I can say is that you're hoping that when we're thumbing up and down, we're looking at your Facebook page. Absolutely. You'll learn something. Here's the next thing that was sitting here popping through, through my mind as you said all that. This would probably not be a hit today because no one would know what it is. Do you remember an old song called eight six seven five three zero nine? I sure do. Yeah, no Jenny. one, no one knows anybody's telephone number now. I, that is a good point. It's just mom, or you call Earl. Do you know that I only know one number by heart? And, That's your and, husband. And it's my husband. Because it was probably a number he got umpteen dozen years ago, and it was before you had, you know, there was a time with a cell phone, you had to dial it. There was no saved numbers. You, you remember those days? Oh, I remember that I could ask my dad, no lie. He had a memory like you wouldn't believe. And I would say, what was that number that you told me to call? And he could spit it out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and now I just wonder if, Again, what is it doing to our brains? I always think about what if your cell phone went dead? I, what I'm really and you had to beg a number, or you had to beg somebody to use their phone I to make a phone call. call. I mean, who? I could only call uh, my husband. What if he didn't answer? Yeah. I mean, I honestly do not know anybody else's cell phone <laughs> number. That's pitiful. I don't know yours. I talk to you all the time, but I don't know your number. But we're, that just tells you we are dependent. 
on these little things that we carry around in our back pocket, in our hand, in our front pocket, and in our purse. I'm more interested at this point now that I've thought of this because I know people used to do it all the time. Go ahead and call 867-5309. Let's see what we get. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> I brought it down to this why people are so attached to their cell phones to where I brought up the fact that well here's a quarter call someone who cares if it only cost a quarter I think would be okay but the average phone is a thousand dollars now that's why everybody's in a panic they don't want to lose it and they got to hold on to it it's about the most expensive thing that you carry on you daily think about that we hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. We'd like to say thanks for dropping by. And if you don't mind, tell a friend about us. We sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you back next week here at Secrets in the South.